This is Late Afternoon Gaming playing Curse of Strahd, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition module. This is Session 8, where we are rejoining the level 5 characters that appeared at the beginning of Session 1. Fair warning, this is a session where we play the bad guys. We do some pretty evil stuff here. If that idea bothers you, then I recommend giving this episode a pass. Don't say I didn't warn you. If you're game, then please enjoy Session 8. Okay, who can recap what happened in session one i can it's my turn anyway so in session one right that was following up from our session zero which is unrecorded we had done the death house plot hook for curse of strahd which entailed three level five characters uh my character sir darren grasenby is a uh tiefling magus uh which is kind of like a spell sword uh jack's character is uh walker the tabaxi uh, gloomstalker ranger and Nerf's character is uh, Zerkak, the Hobgoblin Paladin. So we had uh, wrought well in the Death House. Strahd was impressed and invited us up to Castle Ravenloft. When we showed up, he was uh, asking us some questions about the encounter that we had had in the house. Um, it seemed like he was doing sort of an assessment to see how, uh, how engaging the content was. Um, and then he wanted to see us in action, so he summoned a... Shambling Mound, much like the one we had fought in the basement of the Death House, as well as some uh, skeletal archers for us to fight to, to show our uh, our prowess. Uh, instead of doing that, Zerkak took a bit of a left turn and started attacking Strahd. Uh, in the end, we were all defeated, and Strahd uh, said that we weren't precisely what he was looking for, but that we would do, and started carting off our dead bodies, uh, and then it faded to black. That's it. Okay. Does anyone have anything to add? Uh, I think that's about it. Okay, so after it faded to black, before it got black black, you felt something puncture your neck, and then it got really black. Now, after a period of nothingness or something, you awaken to the sounds of shoveling and dirt moving from above you. You start to wake up a little bit, and you, you open your eyes, and you realize that you are in something. A coffin, maybe? Uh, it's, it's small, and you open your eyes, and you can see in the dark that, yes, you're in a coffin. You don't know, are you being buried? Are you, what, what's going on? And then finally, uh, you hear the shovel strike the coffin. After a few more moments, the lid of the coffin is opened. A white with a shovel shambles out of this grave and above you you can see a full moon periodically covered by clouds what do you do uh, i'll use thunder wave immediately upon seeing the white to have it explode upward out of the uh out of the grave mm. so the the coffin opens and then it camera pans out to view the grave and just this pile of bones goes flying out of the uh of the grave as i emerge from the ground mm. All right, and you, you notice as you come out that you have, um, you're wearing armor with identical stats to what you had before, but it's very cool. Uh, it's a tight leather uh, <laughs> kind of get up. Is it like that nice. cool dragon armor that uh, uh, in Dracula Untold? Yeah, yeah, let's say, no, you know what? It's like the, well, yes, it's like that, but Strahd is wearing armor that's like what Dracula wears in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker's movie. Dracula. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the the blood red like yeah. weird scaly armor. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So, 
you guys were all, you were engraved next to each other. You've all been dug up simultaneously by these whites. And you now mm -hmm. uh, have an opportunity to climb out of the graves. And Strahd is standing there. As soon as you see him, you know, now having climbed out of the graves, you realize that you feel different. Uh, you, well, you have, you have no idea how much time has passed. Mm -hmm. But you feel good. Good like you've, you know, good like you've never felt good before. Uh, well, one of the things that feels so good is your utter contempt for human life. Mm -hmm. Strahd looks at you, and he can see you guys, uh, you know, looking at your, your sick new armor. Um, you know, you're flexing a little bit. You seem more muscular. You're, it's kind of like a, a, you know, Peter Parker, like the day after he got bit by the spider sort of deal. You know, he, he just takes a step back and lets you do that for a little while. And then Strahd looks at you and says, Stop. And when he says that word, you mindlessly obey. You, you like, your body just stops. Uh, do you mind if I throw something in that might be slightly more interesting than that? Uh, sure. So, uh, when we see Strahd, and after I'm done admiring myself, uh, Sir Darren Grasby draws his sword and catches it on a fire uh, and says, You son of a bitch! And runs up and, and slashes down at uh, Strahd, but then right, like, an inch away from his face, the sword just comes to an absolute halt and can't come any closer. And and then like, I I find myself getting, like, pushed back by a force that I can't control, and then I find myself totally subservient. Uh, sure. And so as you're, as you are pushed back, he says, cut yourself. And you turn the weapon around, and you can see it heading for you, and then he says, uh, never mind. And, and then you regain control of it again. Great. Good thing I'm resistant to fire damage. And he looks at you and says, Do you see now? There's a lot of fun to be had, but not like that. And he, he looks at you, um, and he, he has that cool half-cape thing that he had before. Does it look any the worse for wear? No. Uh, oh, no. No. We, it, we it, couldn't even get that much done. <laughs> maybe, maybe he repaired it. Maybe he has several. You don't know. Hmm. But he puts his hands behind his back and he, he paces in a really cool way while he starts talking to you. And he says, you showed promise. That's why I have made you my thralls. And there's a lot of fun you can have as a thrall, but there are rules. And uh, he looks at you and says, you've already tried attacking me. That won't work. And not only will it not work, but I will, I will punish you if you try. But you may have noticed that your feelings about people have changed. Well, I, you know, I've kind of got a thing I'm trying to do here, and it's, I'm not just trying to control Barovia with an iron fist. I'm trying to have a good time doing it. Uh, and that means scaring people. And there are a lot of villains out there that would just run around murdering people. I could do that. I've done it before, and it's, it's boring. And so, instead, what I like to do is play games. Uh, sometimes they're fast, sometimes they're slow, you know, and I, I like to play games with different people. So what I'm going to do is I am going to turn you loose. And if you do well, if you play the games well, then I will release you from your thrall. And then you can go away and you can be a vampire lord like me somewhere else. And if you don't do well... You know, maybe something will kill you, or I'll kill you, or... I don't know. But you will remain bound to me 
until you prove yourselves. So, when we prove ourselves, that's when you let us go? Well, yes. Okay. Sounds good. He, he says, I know from experience I'll get, I'll get bored sooner or later. Hmm. But, you know, part of the, you know, if you don't do well, then I'll hunt you. And that, that can be fun for both of us. More for me. But, he said, well, anyway, anyway, I have an assignment for you. I think you'll think it's fun. There is a priest that I want killed. I don't think you've met him. His name is Father Lucian. No. Uh, he's the <laughs> priest at uh, St. Andrew's Church in Wallachie. Uh But I don't just want him killed in bed or something like that. I want you... Well, there's a festival coming up called the Festival of the Blazing Sun. And I want you to kill the... Kill the Father Lucian during his sermon in front of his congregation on the night before the festival. Hell yeah. Is, is he uh, a werewolf? He strahd, uh, scratches his chin and says, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. But like, could he be though? He, he says, I like what you're thinking, but we need to <laughs> crawl before we walk. Well. He, he says, I actually had some... You know, some kind of more entry-level, just sowing the seeds of despair kind of things for you. But it turns out we have some some newcomers to the game that are doing that all by themselves. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that could be interesting. We'll figure that out later. But no. So this this is what I want you to do. Now, I have, I have already set you up for success. Um, I have some... Uh, there were a few other thralls that did not do so well. Um, but they did succeed in removing the artifact from the church that would have prevented you from getting in. Oh, well, that's awkward, because ah. it's, like, metagaming, so, but we definitely gave that thing back. <laughs> that's going to make things what, harder what for us now. What would happen if, if, in theory, that thing was back in the church? Oh, I don't, I don't expect you'd be able to get anywhere near it. <laughs> it's holy, and it will repel you. Probably kill you if you get too close. Ah, well, good thing it's out of the church, then. <laughs> yes. Well, like I said, I, I mean, I, I think my uh, previous thralls actually perished getting it out, but they did get it out. So uh, so now you are free and clear to... Yeah, He says, bonus points for showmanship. Make it scary, make it sensational, but don't just run around like madmen murdering everyone. That's It's not as scary as you would think. You know what we should do while we're there? We should kill the Burgomaster. We should go into his house. <laughs> he he uh, wags his finger and says, No, no, no. I have other games to play with the Burgomaster. He's not to be touched. Hmm. Shouldn't have brought it up. No. He says, I want to break the Burgomaster. Uh, admin note, where are we right now? Uh, you are standing in the shadow of Castle Ravenloft. It's going to take us a while to get to... Uh, Valaki. How, uh, how he, many... He, he says, <laughs> that has already been arranged. Is the carriage there? The carriage is He says, you will arrive in Valaki 24 hours before the sermon. Hmm. This could be fun. It's okay, guys. I already have an idea. I hear there's this guy, Milovosh, who, for some fucking reason, still works at the church. <laughs> and he knows how to get it. <laughs> So, Strahd looks at you and says, are there any questions? Nope. No. Uh, I think I'm good. We're gonna law-abiding citizen, this guy. Walker is 
super down for this because he's just like more power means more killing all i gotta do is uh make this guy happy and then i can leave here and do whatever i want yep zerkak heard you could be your own vampire lord and was just like how, do, how does uh mcglubliet feel about this uh i think mcglubliet's kind of like hmm i could have a, a servant be a vampire lord nice and Strahd hears you talking about this and says, I want to clarify, if you kill Father Lucian, I'm not going to make you a vampire lord right away. Zerkak looks a little crestfallen, but he understands. There are a series of trials that you will have to successfully complete. Uh, but as you, you get a little crestfallen and he slaps you in the shoulder and says, it'll be fun. I've been doing this for hundreds of years. You'll love it. <laughs> Great. And with that, he says, for the journey, I will need you to get back in your coffin. Oh, okay. He says, actually, you know what? On second thought, no, don't do that. He snaps his fingers and the carriage comes closer to you. And you can see that there are three wooden crates. And he says, get get in those crates. All right, I'm going to hop on in. Uh, Zarkat gets in the crate. Uh, as you get into the crates, you can see that it's a, it's a pretty standard wooden crate. He's got some straw on the bottom so you can sit comfortably. And then... It looks like it's hammered shut, but actually there are pegs so that you can remove the top of the crate. And uh, you hear the cart begin to move. Uh, we can go ahead and just fast travel here. Zerkak falls asleep and dreams of running a goblin horde of vampire spawn. The cart heads downhill for some long period of time and then winds through hills. And uh, you can hear the sounds of a forest at some point. And then at some point in the forest... Uh, the cart stops, and you can hear uh, the voices of men. One of them opens the doors of the carriage, and uh, they begin to unload the carts, and they move them, er, sorry, the, the crates, and they move the crates uh, into another horse-drawn carriage. This one is open. They also load up in, into that cart and continue along the same road, and the carriage that you'd come in doubles back. About 15 minutes later, the cart stops again, and you can hear the voices of guards. A gate opens, and the carriage continues. You, you come around a bend, take a left, and the cart stops again. The men unload your crates, uh, and uh, it is late afternoon when the cart pulls away. You can see uh, through just little spaces in the panels that you're in a stockyard. This large stockyard has several lot sheds along its periphery and lies adjacent to a roomy warehouse. A wooden sign above the front gate reads, Arasek Stockyard. Parked at the south end of the stockyard is a sturdy carnival wagon, its colorful paint peeling off. Faded lettering on its side spells out the words Rictavio's Carnival of Wonders, and a heavy padlock secures the back door. Periodically, mm -hmm. you can see that cart shudder. Uh, the sun is setting now. Although you, you weren't uncomfortable, per se, in the sunlight, you really feel in your element as the sun begins to set. Before long, you hear uh, the voice of an older man and the voice of... Uh, sounds like a teenager. As they walk out to you, um, you hear their feet crunching uh, through the stockyard, and he says, give me, a, give me a hand with this crate. And uh, one by one, you are picked up. Okay, so, so Walker is... The first one to get picked up, right? And as you can hear the, the older man huffing and puffing and, and giving directions to the younger man, and then um, you can... He stops moving all of a sudden. He says, get out of my way. Can't you see we're trying to get something in the door here? <laughs> and you can hear 
um, this other <laughs> someone off to the side talking to him, um, just just like being an asshole. Uh, but who could it be? And yeah, <laughs> and then and he finally moves past that something muffled, right? And then uh, finally you are you are shuffled in the door, and as your crate is moving into the building, you feel a sense of dread and physical discomfort, which uh, leaves as soon as it arrived. Um, as as if some oppressive force was nearby but has been removed, uh, and then wow, that's wild. Um, the mysterious stranger leaves, and uh, and girl on two fingers you know, the, enters, mm-hmm. and uh, the other two of you are also shuffled in. And let me pull up the map. Me, Dead Eye Duncan. What? Oh, well, after girl on two fingers. Well, actually, you fight Dead Eye Duncan first, and then girl on two mm-hmm. fingers. But there's always some young gun. Duncan, Duncan isn't a, a KOTOR Chad like we are. That's true. No, I'm not. He hasn't been the, the fighting fingers. pits on, uh, on Terrace a hundred times like I have. The mysterious stranger. After you're brought upstairs, uh, you hear both of the, the men shuffle downstairs and walk back outside. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and uh, pop out of my box. Okay. Sort of as cautiously and quietly as I can. I burst yeah. out loudly. <sighs> okay. Okay, yeah, so okay. yeah, uh, you, uh, you know, burst you, out you like the, carefully the unpeg burster. it, and you peek, and you're looking around, and just, <laughs> like, the other the other crate mm-hmm. explodes. And Sir uh, Darren comes out. Fuck, that was uncomfortable. Did you guys feel like shit when we came in, and now you feel better? Yeah, that was a little weird. Where's, uh, the other guy? His name is Walker Zerkak. Walker's, uh, Leaning casually and coolly against a wall, as a being a cool Chad Gloomstalker, he was like, "Yeah, that was that was weird. I'm glad it went away. I'm sure it won't be a problem." Yeah, no, it's probably fine. You don't <sighs> think that that was the thing that is going to keep us out of the church, do you? Because that that felt bad. Boy, that sure would be inconvenient, but I'm sure that's not the case. Speaking of which, we need to find out where exactly the church is. That's that's a uh, first order of business, right? Well, maybe we should you discuss it. it with the fine gentleman who walked us in here. Or we could rip out his throat and eat him. For some reason, we do, I really want to do that. Yeah, we can maybe, do that Maybe after. do that second. Yeah. And we know that Milovoch is, uh, uh, unless we turn him into a vampire, uh, it would be a time paradox if we killed him now. <laughs> <laughs> so we know Let's that go find happen. him and kill him. It's true. You're All just right, as constrained as I am. as hard as possible for Duncan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go on a murdering spree. Yeah. We I kill Erwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this Lady Fiona character? Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so okay. I want to go downstairs and try to confront the uh, the two fine gentlemen who walked us in. All right. Darren is going to bust through the door and, and just go, Hello, good sir. <laughs> okay, um, so you, you see an older, just sour, dour-looking man, and... He looks at you and his eyes widen a little bit and he raises his hands in front of him and says, Please, no. I just have some questions for you. I did what I was paid to do. Yeah, uh, great. I just have some questions for you. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, hello, my name is uh, Darren. What is your name? Henrik. Zerkak is going to get uncomfortably close and just start sniffing Henrik. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he smells like a working man. You know, he smells like denim. All Zerkat can smell is flowing blood. Mm. Wow. Uh, hey, where's are you? Uh, did you know we were in those crates? I I'm not paid to ask questions. 
Right, but did you... Okay. Uh, do you know why we're here? I, um, yeah, but no. Okay, I, well... I... Oh, go on, sorry. No, you interrupted. Yeah, right, and now I'm asking you to go on. I, I sure. say that m more menacingly. Sure, creature of the night doesn't mean you need to be impolite. It, yes, you're right, I'm sorry, please go on. I, I was gonna say, no. <laughs> Alright, well, we, uh, we're trying to uh, gain entrance to a, a church nearby, but we... Uh, and we're told that they don't have any artifacts of power that are going to, uh, you know, being too close to this holy relic would kill us. Ha 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 ha. You wouldn't happen to know anything <laughs> about that, would you? Uh, um, no, I'm not really a, no, I'm not really a church-going type. Yeah, that, that's not what I asked. Uh, I'm uh, not specifically aware of any powerful artifacts. Do I believe him? Make an insight check. Hmm. You know what? Make an insight check with advantage, because... Zerkak is over there sniffing him. That'd be an 18. Okay. Uh, yeah, you believe him. He seems genuinely ignorant and uninterested uh, regarding the workings of the church. And and specifically the, the holy relic that... He, he, he like, he, he... Although brusque, you, you think he genuinely does not know. Oh. All right, excellent. Uh, well, actually, that's not excellent. Now we don't know anything. <laughs> Where was that other young man <laughs> who was here earlier? <laughs> oh, he, uh... He left. I could, I'm, I could barely get him to help me pull in those crates with fucking kids these days. Well, alrighty then. Uh, he probably well, do you have any idea where he wanted. went? Yeah, where, where's he going? Home, I expect. He, uh, he lives just down the street. He says, if you have a map, I can mark it for you. Of course. I, I pull out a map that I guess I might have. Yeah, he pulls out his PDA. Mm -hmm. He says, why don't I just mark your fucking quest log for you? And he marks this house on the corner. Oh, so we're like right next to it. Yeah. Oh well, he yeah he is. He's barely even down the street. Okay, cool. Does uh does this guy have like some burlap sacks that I can like <laughs> turn in, turn into a cloak that I can use to hide my cool vampire armor? Uh, there there are um like miscellaneous supplies that he has here that he uses to make coffins. So you know different fabrics and things like that. You're able to come up with you know. You guys look like super flashy and cool, mm -hmm. and yeah, you're able you're able to find like an old potato sack. Yeah, fallen knight armor from Dark Souls Three. Yep, uh, yeah. nice. It's all tattered. Um, yeah, you know, just barely covers like you a cool up. Way. Is there cool a tattered. store with cloaks nearby? Um, yeah, there's uh, a general store. I, and I I, I kind of like whisper that into his ear, but loud enough for everyone else to hear. You, he says, uh, "Yeah, there's a there's a, a general store. I think they're closed." Not that that would stop. Well, someone of your disposition. Guys, <laughs> come on, guys. Let's just let's just hunt down this uh, let's hunt down this guy, uh, the teenager, and um, see if he knows anything. We don't gotta waste our time here. And then right. Walker just strolls out the door confidently. Uh, okay. And then we we try to enter the the general store, and a force field stops us. We go, oh shit! Don't invite <laughs> yeah. us in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, about to no. say. Okay. So as you uh, as you walk out of the coffin shop, Zerkak says. We'll be seeing you soon. He, you, the door just shuts behind you, and you hear a voice behind it saying, "You're not invited here. You're not welcome." <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Shit. Okay. So, yeah. How man? How are we gonna fucking manage this? Uh, because we can't. We're we're gonna have a hard time getting into the church too. Not not just because of the relic, but because of the whole invitation thing. Well, luckily we might have an ally in Milavosh. Maybe. Or. We make an ally out of Milavosh, whoever Milavosh is. 
So Walker's going to kind of run because ideally he wants to catch this guy before he gets inside his house. Do you run with your arms behind your back? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely um, I'm anime running for sure. Okay, so you have noticed that now that you are a vampire, like a vampire thrall, you have that like a motion blur effect when you run. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. It's, it's not actually much faster than it was before. But it looks faster. But it looks really cool. Zerkak plays around with the motion blur by swinging his glaive around. Mm. It's badass. Okay, so are we able to get to, are we able to catch him on the road, or is he safely inside by the time we get there? He hasn't gone inside yet. He's actually, like, kicking around in his yard. So the main street is pretty well lit. Uh, you know, there are lamps periodically. But the stockyard is not well lit at all. That whole side of the house is, is pretty dark. Um, and all around, you know, Valaki is, it kind of has a veneer of, you know, being taken care of. But at night, when you can't see the, the colorful paint that she'll act on stuff, it it looks a lot more run down. Fences in disrepair, houses kind of sagging, stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff for you to hide behind. So um, you, you can see that he is, he's not inside yet. He is bent over, picking something up, you know, on the ground outside his house on the stockyard side. Okay. Um, Walker is going to sort of maneuver so that he's between this guy and his door so that he can't easily run inside. And then he's just going to sort of chill and wait for everybody else to get here. Mm. Okay, what are... What I, I assume everybody else is joining us, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm just... I'm following Walker's lead. Okay. So are you going to do some cool vampire stuff where you're... You kind of swirl around him and... You make him, like, look at each of you in turn as you complete each other's sentences. I figured we'd do a three-headed Broadway star. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, Walker is just going to, once everybody else gets there, he's going to try to be, he, he's really feeling it, and he wants to be very dramatic about it. So he's just going to... I'm really feeling it. Yeah, I'm really feeling it. So he, but he's not really used to doing this. So it's sort of like a lame evil chuckle thing he's like <laughs> hello there so w when you say that he jumps i'm, I'm very pleased by this quickly like, yes. he tries to regain his composure and he's carrying his shovel he's always carrying a shovel uh, it looks mm -hmm. like this this isn't the church's shovel he brings his own from home okay it's pretty nice it's a plus three shovel yeah and he like hefts the shovel and he says, uh, what is this? And he, he spins around and he sees all three of you uh, looking, you know, really cool. Got some got some questions for you. I take a toothpick out and I start cleaning my teeth. All right. And, and your your sharp fangs glint in the moonlight. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a good vibe all around. The full nice. moon kind of detracts from it because it's a bit too bright out. Mm. But it overall... Walker's feeling pretty good about how this is panning out. Yeah, cool. and in the transition to becoming a vampire, my horns have become much longer and more jagged. Uh, nice. And um, uh, I, I look like a crazy demon. Uh So Walker says, hey, we're looking for the uh, St. Andrew's Church. You know where it is? Uh, uh, it's uh, down there. And he points down the road. Is he pointing west? He is pointing west. Hmm. Okay. You know anything about a? Uh, you know anything about a? Uh, an artifact? 
He's, uh, he's sweating. A holy home. relic of some kind. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I've heard of it. Hmm. We've heard that it's no longer in the church. Um, Is that true? Give me an intimidation check. I guess this doesn't because he thinks it's not in the church. <laughs> he wouldn't <laughs> even know that it's not in the church. Yeah. <laughs> give me that intimidation hmm. check. 18. Uh, he, he looks at you and says, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I took care of that. It's not there anymore. Okay. Are you, are you known in the church? Yes. Good. You're going to invite us in. And Walker grabs him by the arm and starts walking west. I, I invite you in. Can you, can he do that? Um, I thought that was a local thing. Is the that church? Not a question. <clears throat> is, uh, is the church a residence? Um, I've been doing some studying since we became vampires, and it's only residence since we can be. <laughs> it's he, the house of says, God. I, 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 I don't think it would be classified as a residence. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if there are three people who are now sleeping there? <laughs> he says, that would be kind of pathetic. <laughs> How dare you say that? <laughs> Maybe we should go by that, that general store after all, since it's technically not a residence. So, so I guess kind of kind of meta question. As vampire thralls, do we know, can he invite us in from outside like this? Uh, You you really don't know what the rules are yet. You're still trying okay, to figure yeah, this out. All right. Yeah, you're, you're coming with us, buddy. He says, I, I, I'll scream. Not for long, you won't. <laughs> all right. So how, how are you doing this? Are you like duck walking him um, for a mile down the road or so walker is sort of he's, he's got one of he's got a knife out in the guy's like kind of poking at his kidney sort of okay and but is like sort of hidden under his cloak mm. you know buddy buddy with him taking a casual nighttime stroll just like two good buddies don't make any moves i don't like <clears throat> so Zirka goes wait we should uh we should set up a fallback spot Let's uh let's check out his house. He'd have he'd have to invite us in first. I mean he he, he seems willing to be. He, he seems like he's handing out the invitations. Okay. No, nah, no. Nah, you know what? Ignore that. We're just going to the church. Let's do it. Walker Walker's going straight there, and any time that this guy tries to deviate, he just gets a little little nip nip in the back. Okay. Um, which path are you taking? Are you walking so, down the main street? Yeah, that's that's. My idea is we're walking down the main street, and whenever we hit an intersection, which way? And you know what happens if you tell me wrong. I, I, I told you, it's on this it's on this road. Okay, then I guess we'll keep going straight. Keep doing that until eventually we get there. Zerkak is going to be sneaking behind, but he's doing it, like, very badly. So, as you guys are swaggering with this terrified teenager, you guys look terrifying. Don't worry, we put the burlap on, so... <laughs> yeah. Does it cover up your, your big horns? No, my horns are sticking through it. I'm just wearing a big bag over my head. <laughs> nice. So, you know, there, there aren't many people out at this hour. Um, the ones that do see you make a point of not looking at you, you know, after 20 minutes, you, uh, you reach the church. This slouching, centuries-old stone church has a bulging steeple in the back and walls lined with cracked stained-glass windows depicting pious saints. A fence of wrought iron encloses a garden of gravestones next to the church. A thin mist creeps among the graves. Um, You see a couple of ravens perched along the roof of the church that, uh, when they see you, they swoop close 
and then take to the skies. Wow, that's good luck. Oh, the last time that happened, we got crit. Good luck. So, all right. Uh, Milovosh walks up uh, all the way to the steps of the church and says, "Here it is." Uh, so. Oh, and you can you can hear that. A, uh, looks like there's an ongoing service. Okay. Well, it's not the night before, so. Or, no, tomorrow night is the night before, right? Right. Okay. So we so we can't do anything yet because mm-hmm. that's not the mission. You do um, see a, a couple of strange characters sitting in the back of this <laughs> Um and, and as you near the door, you feel that same uncomfortable aura. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, I grab Milovosh and say, I feel something. I feel something holy. Are you sure you got rid of that thing? It's a church. Of course you feel something holy. Well, I mean... Whatever you were supposed to do was supposed to make us we can get in there. I did what I was supposed to do. Well, do it again. What do you mean do it again? I brought the (laughs) I brought the bones to Henrik. Uh, Are our other characters carrying the bones in the way where they're visible? It's a bunch of bones sticking out of the bag that they're carrying. Well, I mean, (laughs) you know, one of you is like playing with the skull. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it may be that the bag is recognizable, right? Are we just like peeking in the front door of the church? We're all yeah, standing I- on Zerkak's shoulders, looking up through a stained glass window. I think I need I need this like described to me. This is yeah, pretty well, funny. I think I've uh, I've got a map of this. Are we just like pacing around the outside, kind of like wildly looking through the window? Okay, so you guys can see as you look, like the the door to the church is open. And just standing back a ways towards the street and looking in, you can see that here, sitting on the back pew on the left, are your other PCs. You know, it's these are, it's a bunch of, like, drab, human-looking characters. You can hear Father Lucian. He's standing up by the altar delivering a really interesting sermon. Then over here at this, you know, in this pew in the back, um, you see a cat person... Uh, and a little goblin head with a chicken on top of it and a half-orc sitting there. Um, but you can't see, you know, what else is on the pew with it. We'll continue to spy until the sermon is over. <laughs> okay. So, uh, it goes on for, you know, a, a pretty long time, but uh, at some point, uh, as if on some kind of cue that you, you missed, uh, uh, churchgoers just... Uh, you know, realize that the sermon is over, they get up and uh, everyone except those uh, three enigmatic figures in the back stand up and walk out the front door. Where are you guys as they start coming out? Uh, I guess if, if I see that they're going to be coming our way, I try to just like act casual, like, you know, just leaning up against the wall, smoking a cigarette or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Sir Cat gives a, a forced smile and says, have a good night. <laughs> and uh, you notice you know as you test the boundaries that it appears that you you really can't come within like 40 feet of this sack so we, we can tell that the center of whatever this is is the sack you're able to triangulate the position based on your very precise discomfort okay nice we all get like in different positions and go oh mm-hmm. yeah it, it's pretty it's pretty cool actually yeah, and as the uh, as the other party of PCs throws the sack towards 
uh, Father Lucian. Does Milavosh get a good look at it? Uh, yeah. So it looks like it's like a it's a sack the size of a you know a large pumpkin or a small wolf. <laughs> okay. It doesn't look like the sack itself is anything special. It, it looks like a burlap sack. But you see Father Lucian place the sack on the altar and stick his hand in, and he pulls a skull out. Uh, you, you can, and you, you know, ascertain that the sack is full of bones. What's Milavosh doing? Uh, Milavosh is looking, and he sees it, and he is just, he puts his head in his hands, and he goes, I, how? I was just there. Well, what's done is done. We need you to steal that again. Are there two of them? No, no. I didn't know he had two. There's not two. You're wrong. Oh my god, how many are there? There's one. There's just that one. <sighs> well, that's Let, okay, because he he didn't lock it up last time. Maybe he won't lock it up this time. Let's hope he only uses master lock products. <laughs> then, then you see immediately see him pull out this, like, giant safe and pop mm-hmm. it in there, and he's like, this will never get stolen again. It looks like... Father Lucien is using some kind of RFID card-based system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. So that's the thing that you stole. But yeah, so Fa- Father Lucien um, takes it, takes the bones, and leaves them on the altar uh, for the time being, and just continues talking to the characters for an extended period, and then it looks like they pray for a little while. <laughs> and uh, the the characters begin to have some kind of... Sounds like an awkward conversation they're begging a little bit um <laughs> they're really pathetic yeah but that, that's that's tomorrow no, 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 right we yeah we yeah. weren't begging yet <laughs> oh no that, that was the uh, next morning right yeah yeah <laughs> come on um, yeah it's pathetic though so. uh we, we, that was a, a a series of wins <laughs> back-to-back wins it's that true we doing yeah here. after a while the these cool cats start walking out of the church one of them especially cool and very much a cat Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Walker has pulled Milovich off to the side and says, "Okay, you're gonna need to steal that thing again. Uh, but you know, it's right there. Just get in, and get out." Well, I, I didn't even get, I didn't even get all my money for stealing it the first time. Uh, so, do we have money? You have coins that are carved with the visage of the vampire Strahd. Ah, I see. So, do how much do I have? Is it how much were you? Offered the first time. Well, I, I gave me twenty gold. Twenty gold. But I only got half. I, I, I think he's gonna short. So how much do we have? Uh, you guys each have like a hundred gold. Okay, so Walker is like, hey, listen, I'll give you ten gold right now. There's your shortfall, and if you steal the thing again, I will give you another ten. All you got to do is like grab that thing, and then. Just, just bring it home with you. You can throw it in the lake tomorrow. Don't care. Just shouldn't be here. And I, I put ten gold on him and say, ten gold once you steal the, ten more gold once you steal it again. Make a persuasion check. Yeah. Thirteen. Lucky number thirteen. You Lucky got a d six. You can throw on that. That's true. I do have a d six. I will use it. Sixteen total. All right. He looks at you and says, "I'm, I'm gonna need to see a little more than that. I'm gonna get fired." How much from, from his two copper a day gold. job. I had time to plan last time. I was able to do it really sneaky. Father Lucian has no idea it was me. Uh, Sir Darren Grasby kind of like rolls his <laughs> eyes and pulls another uh, five gold out of his pocket and rubs them together in his hand. Uh, all right, but I, 
I'm not going to be able to do it until the morning. As that's, long as it's done by fine. tomorrow night. All right. Yeah, I, um, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll go. Uh, I'll go join the lake. Yeah, that works. Um, if uh, if that happens, I, yeah, you'll have to throw it in the lake. Because if you keep it at your house, we won't be able to give you your your 15 gold after the fact. If tomorrow night it is not here, we will bury 15 gold pieces in your garden in front of your house. And uh, I'll just describe one of the plants that we saw on this lawn. Okay. And here's your 10 now, so you know we're being honest. He takes it. And he says, I heard if a vampire gives you gold, it disappears in a couple of hours. Uh, well, I guess you, when you wake up tomorrow morning deciding to steal this thing for us, and you still have that gold with you, you will know that that is false. He smiles and says, I, I, okay, I, I can do that. Cool. Before he walks away, um, Sir Darren Grasme is just going to like kind of stare at him. And uh, do I have any, like funny little magic things I can do. Um, oh yeah, I'll use thaumaturgy, uh, and I'll just kind of like make it the, like a very eerie sounding spooky whisper that just says don't be late. I, I don't, what, late for what? Uh, he doesn't elaborate, he just turns around. Oh my god, and he runs away. Um, before he leaves, Walker does, just because he's like, I don't give a shit about this guy, but I do want him to help us, so he is going to cast Cure Wounds. To, to get rid of all the scratching that he did on the back of this guy's, like, on his back, just poking him with a knife. Hmm. He feels a lot better as he runs away. Yeah. All right, guys, we got to fucking burn burn the night and burn the day. Although, in the morning, we're going to want to verify that uh, that it's actually gone. We, we're going to want to be in the area. Are, are we going to be able to walk sure. around in the day? We're going to need to have cloaks on. Okay, so, Milavosh has uh he has fled the scene as far as you know father lucian is the only one in the church uh now he is going around uh it looks like he is you know snuffing out candles and, and doing a little bit of cleanup what do you guys want to do so walker turns to his his vampy friends and says what do you want to do because <laughs> i got nothing where are we gonna camp out during the day until it's time uh I know a place that Great has a bunch question. of coffins. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I don't think we can get back in there. Well, it's also, here's here's kind of a bold idea. You guys can tell me if you think this is dumb or not, but once the uh, once the bag of bones gets removed, we might just want to go into the church and just be there. The whole, the, like, we'll have to stand through a sermon, but we're out, out of the sunlight, and we can kind of scope the place out a bit. Well, we definitely need to come up with the game plan, but... I mean, I don't want to be out and about during the day. Looking looking around the church, I know there's, like, a attached, like, a graveyard. Are there, um, is it where, like, crypts, or is it all just graves? Uh, it's just graves. It's pretty lame. I think the word you were looking for was mausoleum. Mausoleum, yes. Thank you. I think that is what I was looking for. It's just graves. There was that, uh, wagon back at the stockyard we could hide it. Ooh. Or... Check this out. That's a really good idea. And uh, he starts, uh, Sir Darren Grasby starts like scratch his neck a little. Remember, he got a bite. He says, I'm uh, I'm getting kind of hungry, guys. Mm. How, how about you? Is it just me? I hear there's a Vistani camp to the southwest. <laughs> <laughs> I hear there's this guy named um, Casimir. <laughs> 
I take was, him out. I was thinking the guy who brought us here. What's his face? Oh, um, oh, jeez. I'd have to look at my. Yeah. Okay, oh, you, mean the, you mean the? He's talking about Aragol. Aragol. Yeah, just go kill him. No, they uh, should like us though. I'm well, not not these three peckish. characters, but. <laughs> I could go for I could go for a meal. No, but I mean we're we're fellow servants of Strahd. Hmm. So so is anybody out in the belt at night? I'm I'm guessing no. Now that's <laughs> even later. Life is no. probably not bumping. Yeah. Nope. Okay. You see the odd uh, guard walking around, usually, you know, more towards the walls or the the palisades that surround the village. Mm. Okay. And then realistically, we probably don't know about the Vistani town anyway. Camp. True. Um, okay. So what do we do with her? It's like in the nighttime, but still before midnight, I believe at this point, right? Right. Yeah. It's, you know, 10, 30, 11. We look for a tavern in town and try to catch anyone coming home. Oh, that's a good... Yeah, I wonder if there are any good inns. Hmm. Well, you know, you did pass one on the way here. It seemed oh. pretty bumping. Oh, man. Let's head back that way. Yeah. Scope In out fact, some, it, uh, it looked like they were serving some kind of hot new dish. Oh, it sounds amazing. <laughs> Let's head that way. Okay. So... We see a goblin going with to the, the outhouse. Yeah, I was going to say, we're, we're going to run into another conundrum of do the tabaxi notice each other. Yeah, you guys nice. walk you know, back to the center of town, and on your left, you see uh, the sign for the Blue Water Inn. It is lively like nothing else has been lively so far. The synth wave is flowing out the door. Right. Not, not only do you smell some kind of delicious burger-based dish, you also smell the blood of lively young people and it, it exerts a pull on you and you know that you've come to the right place so uh as you you know walk up to the point where the light from the tavern is spilling out onto the street and you get a good nose full of everything i just described what do you do we're gonna well i at least am going to wander in and try to find a corner seat where i can sort of view everyone else mm. just quietly sit down okay yeah yeah you're able to do that and i'm keeping an eye out for anybody leaving over right here there's a table and you can pull up a third chair so you guys walk in uh by the door and then just uh near you know where people have hung up their coats and stuff you um post up you blow out the candle that's on the table keep it a little dark and uh you can uh, see Erwin and his family behind the bar. Um, Danica is bringing uh, Burgermasters out to people. Somehow we get the feeling it's the last night they'll ever be happy. Mm-hmm. Their lives will be forever ruined after this day. Right, you hear Erwin uh, say to Danica, well, I'm really glad that we've scrimped and saved these past couple of years, and you know now we'll finally have a chance to give our kids a better life. <laughs> <laughs> All our sacrifice was worth it for them. You know, you scan the QR code that's on the table, and it tells you they've got Purple Great Mash number three and Red Dragon Crush. You know, Red Dragon Crush sounds pretty good. Uh, I'll uh, snap my fingers and say, oh, Garçon, because I'm a really <laughs> cool guy. Uh, Danica walks up. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I take off my fedora and say, milady. <laughs> uh, I would like a, a flight. She... Nods and walks away. Cool. 
and oh. comes back with uh, comes back with a flight, and it's just two slightly different looking uh, red dragon crushes and two slightly different looking purple grape mash number threes. <laughs> okay, purple grape number three and a half. She she uh, makes a flourishing motion with her hands, and you can see they're labeled. Oh, and uh, then she walks away. Cool, cool. Service here. I'm gonna... Something to be desired. I okay, lift but, my yeah. burlap sack and, and uh, <laughs> off my head slightly and take a sip and then let it drop back down. Mm. It's so, worth it for the ambiance. While uh, while it tastes good to you, you know the the alcohol does have a little bit of an impact on you. It's diminished, um, and you can tell that although food and drink isn't going to make you sick, it's not going to fill you. Either. You know, so it's it not like the last vampire on earth where we eat KFC and vomit. It's kind of like no. You you do think that if you eat KFC that you might vomit, but that has nothing to do with uh, you being a vampire. No. So you uh, you realize that you've really struck the jackpot. You can eat as much as you want, and you'll never get full. But you don't know if you'll it's, get fat. That is a dream come true. <laughs> yeah. So you guys can just order all the carbs you want. Zerkak will order a burger rare. Yeah. I'm gonna get my picture on the wall. Mm. <laughs> And so you guys should try to draw as much attention to yourselves as possible. Just wait, guys. It it might be that you know we don't process this at all, so it just it all becomes fat. It's too late. They're already <laughs> just elbow deep in a burger master. Oh no! Mm, my second yeah. one of the night. Everybody make a constitution check. Uh, negative one. You're gonna eat so much. I'm gonna make you calculate your encumbrance. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So you, you guys, you have a great time. <laughs> And uh, you're really aggressively going after the wine because it's just not—it's not hitting you the same way. So, what are you up to? What are you doing? I'm—I'm I'm watching people and seeing. I'm looking for someone to leave by themselves. Okay. Um, so you see a lot of these uh, generic, uh, attractive NPC women that I have in here. <laughs> and you know, usually they're—they're they're leaving in small groups. But you bide your time, and eventually, one of them walks out alone. Ooh. And one of the uh, one of the Walker boys says, "Hey, sweetheart, why don't you let one of us take you home?" And she just and she walks away, and he spits at her and says, "Bitch!" Oh, oh these guys aren't cool as guy. cool as they used to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait the appropriate amount of time, so like I'm forty five seconds, <laughs> and then I will follow her outside. Okay, you walk outside and. You know, it's cooler. And once again, you know, it was nice in there, but you walk out here and in the in the crisp night air, you are back in your element. You just feel so good and powerful. What do you want to do? Um, do I see the person I'm going? following? Yeah. She is walking west along the main road. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna follow her. Okay. Um Are you attempting to be stealthy? Yes, I'm going to follow her at 55 feet. 55 feet. Okay. What are you guys doing? Are you with him? I'm following at 56 feet from him. And I'm <laughs> following at 57 feet from him. Nice. Okay. So she, uh, you know, she walks for a few hundred yards and then she takes a left turn. So she said it's south. <clears throat> how, how, how does, uh, okay, how does the road look? Is it like visible? Are there guards walking around? Uh, you have not seen almost any guards, you know, since you've been in this central part of town. 
you know, they're, they're, the, the guard density is higher towards the palisades that surround the, the village. And then, the, like I said, the, the main road is somewhat well lit. There are lamps. But now that she's taken this left turn onto the street that presumably her house is on, the road is narrower, it is darker, um, the, the lamps are spaced much more sporadically. Okay, um, I will call out to her and say, Stop! And cast Command. Does she get to make a saving throw? Yeah, it's a, it's a DC 14 wisdom save. <laughs> of course. <laughs> she says, no. No. <laughs> she says, you stop. Uh, Walker is going to cast Disguise Self on himself, and he is going to disguise himself as uh, <laughs> the, the same Walker twin that said, uh, <laughs> hey. And he's, the, the goal here is to distract her from Zerkak, so that Zerkak okay. can seize her. Okay, so... Hey, babe. Do you just stroll right up to her? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, hey, you, hey, how you doing? Just, why are you being such a creep? You followed me all the way out here? Uh, yes. And then I just stand there awkwardly and stare at her. <laughs> she says, and? <laughs> <laughs> During this conversation, I'm slowly approaching, but continue to play it out. <laughs> you look delicious. Uh, I'm I'm also approaching at this point. Does it look like there are people around, or is it just us? Uh, just you guys. She okay. flicks her hair and says, "And that's it." And then he just stares at her. He just keeps he just he's like leaning in. Uh, weird. And she turns that's again. She, she's what? <laughs> you, <laughs> you should be flattered. Uh, okay. Uh, as I approach, uh, if I look around and I don't see anyone, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast darkness, uh, uh, centered around her. So, mm. a uh, I'll I'll throw it in the the chat here. Magical darkness spreads from a point you choose within range to fill a 15 foot radius sphere for the duration. Okay. Uh, but it's, it's super dark, and unless she's got a magical light, ain't nothing gonna happen. Now so, it blinds you guys too. Yeah, that's the right. But uh, I've, you know, I I did it and immediately ran in. It's like when you turn the light off in one room, but you you are we're focusing on where the light switch was to turn on the right. next one. So sure, sure. I, I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm telling um, Nerf and Jack that this catches both of you by surprise, and you can't see either. I'm mm-hmm. gonna run up and swing my glaive at some. Oh my god! Why would he do that? <laughs> oh no. my god. So, so, totally foolish. But me being unaware of that, I'm running in. And I'm just I'm like tackling where she uh she was going to be to bring her to the ground and start drinking her blood. Okay, both of you make luck checks. Actually, uh, no. Shepard, give me an attack roll. Nerf, give me a luck check. What's is this? Just a d20. Just a d20. Odds are... I forgot what we decided. 14. Odds are good for you, and evens are bad, so... 16. Okay. So, all of a sudden, everything gets dark. People are making noises. There are movements. Um, Sir Darren manages to tackle her, um, and as he takes her to the ground, you feel something swing right over your head. It clips the top of my burlap sack. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> what does Zerkak do when he misses? Um, I, I, like, do I, so do I hear the strike being made? You you do. You hear like uh you hear you know the footsteps of uh, uh Sir Darren running in and the sound of an impact of you know the two two bodies hitting the ground. Okay. Oh, so I can I I recognize the sound coming in as Sir Darren. You uh, yeah I, probably. Okay. I'll I'll join the dog pile then. Okay. And then uh, is Darren just immediately going for her neck? Yep. All right. Um, well, I mean, I, I don't know that neck is super important. He's going for a bite to get some blood. Are you being weird? Or going for the wrist? Uh, I'm going for <laughs> whatever uh, whatever part of the body is nearest my mouth when I tie I'd, like, I'd like you to describe a it. drink. <laughs> <laughs> I find some flesh and I bite it. Mm. Walker's no. going for the toe. Nice. Zerkak will oh, go yeah. through the neck. Okay, so you guys are... Um, well, she, I mean, struggles to start and then quickly loses a lot of blood and um, passes out. So, how far are you taking this? Uh, until I'm... I don't know what amount of blood is required yeah, for yeah. satisfaction, so I'm <clears> going to do that. <throat> okay. Yeah, um, I'm trying, right, I'm trying to satiate myself. I'm not leaving anything left. Gotcha, yeah, so you, you guys you guys keep going until blood stops coming out. Well, that's okay, because I cast Cure Wounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Round two, bitch. <laughs> and then I'll lay on hands. <laughs> okay, and she she shudders back to life. Do you keep going? Uh, I don't know. How am I feeling? Um, you feel you feel good, um, but it's one of those things where, like, although you no longer feel hungry, you still like blood. Well, I'm I'm good. I'm like, okay. you know what? It's it, if there's like a murder in town, it's gonna make things harder for us tomorrow, possibly. Mm. Although having her, you know, screaming yeah. about how she got attacked <laughs> by vampires might not be so helpful either. No, mm. so, I think we, I think we drink all of her blood and then hide the body. <laughs> Besides, I still I'm not full yet. Uh, all right, <laughs> whatever, dude. Yeah, Zergak really likes to gorge. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. he benches and purges. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. No, he's he's like a he's like a, a cheat day guy. So he'll like fast, 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 oh, and yeah. then just like it, like you know, insane amount of calories. Nice. So, uh, okay, so um, you keep going. Uh, and at, at some point, like, you, you can't consume any more blood. Um, and she is still moving around a little bit. Zerkak is, uh, gonna finish her off with the glaive. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, is it still dark? Or is, like, I, is the magical no, darkness I, still there? I assume it's gone at this point, because it lasts for... Ten minutes. Oh, 10 minutes. Yeah, maybe it's still there. I don't know. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll say it's just fading out now. And so, um, you know, Sir Darren and uh, Eisen have, like, they, they've stood up and, you know, kind of wiped their faces off. And they're like, mm, all right, that was, that was pretty good. And you, they've moved out of the way. And then the darkness fades out, and Zerkak is Zerkak just, just finishing up. And he, he looks fat with he blood. Goes, and then delicious. he looks at the other two of you, and then just just kills her with a glaive. Parker says, what the fuck, dude? 
What? We can't, like, have her coming back saying, Oh, I got attacked by some vampires and I drank my blood and then kept cure woundsing me so I had more blood. Good point. We can't have her telling people vampires are here. If they find out, All you right. know, in a day or two, fine. But for now, let's find a place to stash this body. Alright. You work on that, we'll find a place to stay. Sounds good. I'll, okay. um, I'll throw her body over my shoulder and I guess I'm gonna head towards the stockyard. Now there is blood all over the ground. That's fine. It's a, I'll like kick some dirt around to cover it up. It's always muddy here, right? You just kind of <laughs> slosh it around. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then yeah, you uh, you start heading towards the stockyard. The the bottom part of my burlap hood is covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to trade it out for something. <laughs> okay. Um, you make a luck roll. Nerf. Oh yeah, it's my okay. lucky day. You do not encounter any guards on your way to the stockyard. You don't see any. It's good for the. You get to the stockyard. What do you do? Um, I recall from the stockyard there was a smelly wagon with something moving around it. Uh, there Jeez. sure was. There um, sure was. I'm gonna. I'm gonna approach it. it. <laughs> and, um. <clears throat> As you approach, I, you see that there's a. Uh, Looks like there's an access panel hatch kind of thing uh, up on the top. Perfect. I will open the access patch and okay, the body. You in. can smell that there's a there's a cat in there and it is <laughs> moving around. Perfect. <clears throat> Here's a little. <laughs> here's here's a little fourth meal for you. <laughs> Chuck the body in. <laughs> And just uh, right away, you hear, <laughs> you know, and this, uh, whatever's in there is no is longer going trained to, to hunt. I know, something. I've just ruined all of Rectavio's training. Because <laughs> that was the plan that was going to bring down Strahd. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. kill all the Vistani. Yeah, well, whatever is in there, it's working hard to get rid of this body for you. <laughs> all right. Excellent. And then I'll go find, uh, try to join up with the others. Okay. What are you guys up to? Trying to find a place to spend the day. So, uh, you know, probably what we're going to want to do is stick around until morning, right, to check on Milavosh and make sure that he actually stole the bones back and then sleep away the day uh, and then go back to the church in time to go kill uh, um, Father Lucian, which Mm -hmm. I'm planning on using my darkness for that, so I need to rest anyway. Gotcha. Well, as you are walking around... You know, you, you can see lights in some of the houses. Uh, some of them, many of them are clearly occupied, and in some cases you can you can hear people talking to each other inside. Some of them you can tell they're occupied, but you hear nothing and you see no light. And then some of them appear to be abandoned. It's hard to tell from the outside because a lot of them look so shabby and run down that it's, you know, it's just not clear visually whether or not they're occupied, but you can sense... In many cases, as you get, if you get close enough to a house, you can tell whether or not it's a house you can enter. Cool. That's a handy, handy feature. You know, it's called making lemonade. Uh huh. Okay. So, I guess we're looking for a place where we don't get that feeling. Yeah, and uh, you know, about halfway through town, pretty central, there's a, a particular, um, you know, smaller, rundown house that you can tell is abandoned. And that you know that you can go inside. Okay. So we'll head on in, I guess. Okay. Yeah, so when you walk inside, 
you see that it is infested with rats, but you don't feel the same disgust that you would have uh, when you were still living. Um, And they actually give you a pretty wide berth. They seem to instinctually want to avoid you. And so you are able to find some some straw beds and, uh, you know, find a, a pretty comfortable place to camp out. Okay. So my plan is, I assume that if I have sufficient, like, clothing covering, I can walk around outside without dying. I, I don't know if that's true. Well, it is not daytime, yeah, so you... I know, but when it comes time for daytime, mm. in, like, the afternoon, I'm going to swing by the church if I can, because we mm. need to make sure that that, that, that relic is gone. Nerf, are you, is Zerkak casting fine steed right now? Yes, once we're like set at our house and I get up with them, I'm I'm going to cast fine steed. Okay. So to be clear, it's like midnight now. Yep. So this this is like it's like fine familiar. Um it's there for ever, like until I dismiss it or it dies. Okay. Got it. So summon a spirit that assumes the ford of a steed. Okay, I <clears throat> summon a spirit that uh, assumes the form of a warhorse, and I'm picturing like the horses the the Nazgul rode on in Fellowship of the Ring. Okay. Um. So black, very like like red eyes. I don't know, like almost like this creepy mist following it. Like you you see this horse and you're like something is very wrong. Okay, so it's just the edgiest horse. Yeah, it's super. It's super edge lordy, and it speaks. It, it doesn't like it. Or mom. it doesn't speak. It mm. understands yeah. Goblin. Wow. Okay. Where are you putting the horse? Um, I'll keep the horse out back. Okay. Uh, and I'll just tell it, stay. We will have, <laughs> we'll have use for you too. The horse snorts. Oh, and I can communicate with it telepathically up to a mile. Cool. Wow. Oh, okay. And I, I communicate telepathically to the horse and I'm like, there will be blood. And the horse is like, fuck yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty badass. And now it is shortly after midnight. It is, you know, so it's like noon for you guys. What are you going to do? I mean, is there anything? So how much sleep do, do we even need? Yeah, I don't know what resting is a bit as a vampire. Does anyone want to play some cards? It's the same thing, but you do it with your arms crossed, hanging from there's the some, uh, on a bat. There's a. It looks like whoever lived here before had a bunch of the expansions for Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> Boo! Oh, good. Mm. Boring game. Yeah. So if you guys want to try to out-edge each other... <laughs> come. <laughs> yeah, you know, here's your chance. You know, otherwise there's not much here. It's, it's really just a couple of straw beds and then a box stuffed full of Cards Against Humanity. Well, we can at least discuss the plan. <laughs> right, because Strati wanted us to not just do... Not just walk up and cut his head off and make it, like, spooky. Spooky. And, yeah. and terrifying. So here's here's my idea. Make it spooky. Because I've got my disguise self spell. So what if I killed him on stage as someone else? Who do you think would have the most impact? As himself. That would be crazy. That'd be awesome, actually. <laughs> that would be really funny. So so what we do is... <laughs> right. I... Uh, I cast darkness and emerge as my, you know, I look like a demon, right? And I just set him on fire. Uh, or no, no, sorry. 
I, I, he just catches on fire in the middle of a sermon, right? And burns to death horribly. Um, and then, <laughs> and then I create some darkness and you emerge from it looking just like him, but like really evil. I like that plan. I like that plan a lot. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll, I'll be the getaway driver. <laughs> Perfect. Do, I, do um, I remember in the stockyard, were there any like carriages or old stuff sitting there? Uh, it's mostly like crates and things like that. Yeah, but there, there are some carts, no carriages, but you know, like just open, simple carts. Okay, yeah, I'll um, I'll I'll go get a cart tomorrow and get it on my cool badass horse, and then uh, you, when when once you kill him, you guys can run out and hop on the cart, and we can get out of here. Does the does the church have like rafters that I can hide in? Uh, you got you weren't able to get a good look at. Unless you specifically looked up into the roof, you wouldn't have known. You, you expect that it does have rafters, but you don't know if there's any concealment. Okay, not super important, because I can. I think I can actually do everything that I'm doing from outside. So you really, you're going hard, Edgelord. You're going to hide up in the rafters and kill a priest <laughs> as a vampire. Yeah. Uh, this is great. I don't, I don't think I have to. Demon Horus. I, no, I don't, I don't have to be inside, actually. I can do it all from outside. So the only one who's actually at risk... Is is Walker, but that's fine. It's not that much risk, probably. Uh, wait, no, I do have to be inside for Agnazar's scorcher, but that's fine. I'll I'll find a, hi- a suitable hiding place. Okay, so we'll say that that intricate plan takes you about six hours to come up with. Great, perfect. The sun begins to come up, and you realize, well, I don't know. Do you guys want to try to get some sleep? First, we need go to, to the- check in with Milavos to see if he got the bone stolen. Hmm. Well, the sun is just coming up now. Right, he said he was going to do it in the morning, so... Um, I mean, I guess that could be at any time. Yeah, he's a Gen Xer, so he's probably not at work yet. Or, I mean, wow. he's a... Sorry, he's a Gen Gen Z. He's a Zoomer. He's a Zoomer, yeah. Better than the Doomer, am I right? So we gotta wait a bit to see if this pans out. And I really think the most effective method is just to go to the church. Agreed. We should try to pick up some better cloaks. Agreed. Yeah, that's true, actually. It may be... Maybe the first stop is the general store. Our best buddy, um, Gunther. Gunther, go touch his tralala, and um, see if we can get some better gear. Okay. Well, uh, conveniently, the general store is only about a ten-minute walk from you. W- what is your appearance when you leave the house? Just Bearing in mind that as, as soon as you look out, you see that there there are people walking around. You know, it's daytime. Mm. Uh, I just walk so, backwards so they can't see the blood all over my hood unless they turn around. <laughs> right, yeah, that's going to be a problem. Nice. Yeah, we're, I guess I'm just sort of bundled up and hunched and walking quickly. Okay. Same. I, I imagine, like, I'm, I've am i got this, the burlap sack cloaks that, um, <laughs> that Walker got for us, or we got the cloaks again? Oh, that was me, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but it's, like, way too small. I've like I've kind of got it like pulled around, but like my like shoulders are kind of like bursting to the side, causing it to spread out. Hmm. And you're you know you're wearing this very flashy, slick, black leather yeah. armor. Yeah. It has a big patch on the shoulder that says "Vampire Thrall." Yeah, on my ass, mm-hmm. which is like oh, yeah. very visible because yep. it's really tight. Yeah, it just that's yeah. act- you know what? Hey, uh, Shepard, could you put that in the late afternoon gaming store? It's just sweatpants <laughs> yeah, that yeah. on the ass say thrall. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, so uh, it, it looks weird. People just don't 
you know, they just try not to make eye contact with you. You get the odd, you know, all will be well. Uh, and, Zerkak uh, loves that phrase and starts repeating. Mm-hmm. People. Yeah, it's a pretty chipper bunch, you know? <laughs> we run into, uh, you know, this uh, striking young woman is huff- <laughs> huffing as she walks east, uh, seeming perturbed by the actions of some people that we don't know. She says, move out of my way. I'm going back to Barovia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, and we notice she has some bite marks on her neck. Uh, you notice that she seems to be an upstanding young woman who is principled. <laughs> you just get that. You get that sense. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. You see a cat playing with a lightsaber out in the middle of the street, and he just says, "Worth." <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it went down. I did nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, He's, like, batting around some platinum coins. Um, there's a family crying off in the distance. He's uh, juggling some potions that he stole from them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, anyway, you guys make it to the general store. The door is open. You walk in. Uh, you see a kind-looking gentleman there. And he says, oh, what can I do? We are looking for some cloaks. All right, I got some cloaks. All right, we want to buy them. Uh, he wheels out a rack of cloaks. I'll take the purple one. uh, He gives you a purple cloak. How much for the cloak? Is cloak even in the uh, fucking guide? No, I don't think so. It's probably just like traveling clothes, maybe? Ten gold. Jesus. (laughs) Ten gold, really? He says, I mean, if you want that. I'm going to take this, and I will give you one gold for it. I want ten gold. Great. I give him one gold. Um, Okay. He I'll puts the cloak this. on and walks out. I'll take this black one. Here's uh, some money, and I'll toss him. <laughs> toss a bunch of silver. Yeah, him. Uh, you know, two d ten coins. <laughs> he starts counting it, and as as you're like walking out, he's like, "I'm I'm I'm not sure that's enough. I'm um I I it's ten gold." And you walk out the door. <laughs> um, Let's see how much I gave. Oh, did did he actually roll? <laughs> 11. Oh. Okay, he got 11. Silver or gold? Gold. Copper. Oh. Some of them rolled oh, wow. under the, the fridge, though, and he's like, he can't mm. reach them. Yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. it was definitely yeah. like a, here you go, here's some uh, coins. Just throw it on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. By the time and, he uh, looks up, he doesn't he doesn't even notice that Walker has already exited the store. With <laughs> Bright pink. Bright pink. Nice. Okay. So, you guys are looking fabulous. Oh, we should have gotten big wide brim hats too. Mm, yeah, but you didn't. Uh, and the sun is up. Um, Throw that hood up, boys. Yeah, and I, you've I noticed some that holes for my hood and put it. Uh, it doesn't bother you. Oh, sweet. Oh, because it's always overcast and there's no sun in Barovia. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it looks about as bright as it ever gets here, and it just doesn't bother you one bit. So let's stop by Milovosh's place since it's right next door and uh, knock and see what he's up to. He, you knock, and he walks outside, and he looks at you, and he says, "Anything oh, nice looking, club? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, thanks, man. What's uh, the did status you do it? on the mission? Well, I, I mean, I'm going to work now, and and then I'll get it. Uh, I, I stare at him. He grabs his shovel and then starts walking. Hmm. You, you guys I ain't gonna follow. Follow. Me, yeah, I totally follow him. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to get some We sleep. are, we are going to menacingly follow. I need I need to get my darkness back, so I'm going to sleep. Where's our where's where's our house again? 
It's uh, it's about halfway to the church. Okay. I follow halfway yeah, and then I go also, get to sleep. Yeah. Corner's gonna too. go to sleep too because he's got a. <laughs> but I'll I'll tell <laughs> I'll tell my horse to follow him. Mm. I'll be like mentally I'll be like horse. Um, I'll come up with a good name for you later. Follow me, Levish, to the church. Just make sure he gets there. Okay. Nice. Okay. You guys go to sleep and you wake up and it's almost dusk. What? All right. Do you want to do? Check on me, Lavosh, and then uh, <laughs> make sure he actually did it. I'm going to take my horse to the stockyard, grab a cart, and then I'm going to head over to St. Andrews. Well, your horse communicates to you telepathically that Milavosh didn't stick around at work for very long. That's fine. Mm. He didn't need to. He just needed to get the stuff and get I, out. I communicate yeah. telepathically back to my horse. <clears throat> did he do look like he had anything when he left? Uh, your horse uh, telepathically communicates to you that Milavosh... Uh, left the church with a bag and went to the lake. Excellent. Excellent. Well done, We horse. can confirm Meet that. Meet me at the stockyard. You know, the mission was complete by getting close and making sure we don't feel anything spoopy. Okay. T- sounds so good. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna meet my we horse at the church. stockyard. Guys, I really like this plan. <laughs> I'm just okay. to be clear, I, I went to the stockyard, got a cart, and then went to the church. Father, I'm hungry! <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, you go to the church, and um, Father Lucian is delivering uh, just another banger of a sermon. It's a packed house. I assume there's some greeter at the door that's going to welcome us in. There's no greeter. Can I go in? It's not a residence. You can go. Okay. Right, and so there are these peasants wearing, you know, their drab peasant clothes, and you guys, or you anyway, you swagger in. What do you want to do? So, what I for my do, part, oh I gotta, I gotta just sort of move up to the front of the audience, cause, you know, when it comes time for me to make my move, I guess I kind of want to be, yeah, no, I, I want to be, I want to be just near enough to the front that the darkness that eventually gets cast can envelop both myself and, uh, and my target, Father Lucian, mm. that we can make the swap. Yeah, so I want to, whichever direction he goes, like if he goes on the left side, I'm going to go on the right side and kind of circle around. Um, okay, well, let's say he goes on the left side and you go on the right side. Great, okay, so we're in here with the, the screaming, uh, <laughs> uh, the the icons for the congregation are in mm-hmm. absolute terror at the moment for some reason. Yeah. We'll give them a good reason later on. So, uh, what I want to do, uh, Jack, you want to move your character in here on the left side? Uh, oh, you're, you're just right you're, up front You're rolling right up there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got distracted by these amazing uh, <laughs> these amazing tokens. So what I'm going to do is uh, kind of, you know, I'm going to slowly kind of meander my way over here. Everyone's kind of, I assume, not paying that much attention. They um, are deep in thought, uh, just digesting the sermon. So... Uh, what I'm gonna do is once I'm in position over here, I'm gonna. So, it, Jet, your character needs to be like over, like here, um, or something his, like that. I mean, his character is wherever he's putting it. I mean, uh, I guess that's true. Yeah. All right, you put your character wherever you want, I guess, and then um, we coordinated this in advance. It's yeah. fine. It's so a, what I'm gonna yeah, he's, he's doing whatever he's doing. So I use thaumaturgy to make like a like a booming sound over here, like someone is coming through the door. Making some big entrance mm-hmm. to kind of distract everybody. And then Walker is going to sort of sneakily slide this away. Okay, so at this point, 
Father Lucian, you know, he, he didn't seem to be paying attention to you as you came in. And then at some point he realized you were there. And his eyes widen a little bit. And he starts, you can see him start to feel around underneath the altar. And as he feels around, he stops for a second. And loses his composure a little bit. Then What's the congregation doing? The congregation doesn't appear to react to this. They're just sitting there like a bunch of dum-dums. And They're enthralled. <laughs> They're rapturous. All the color drains from his face, and he continues with the sermon, but his voice has lost a lot of the oomph. You know, something has spooked him. So did the did the thaumaturgy distract the congregation at all? Uh, yes, when the thaumaturgy, when the boom happens, they all turn around and look back towards the door. Mm-hmm. So from there, I, I, I kind of stealth up and I use Agnazar's Scorcher to, basically I create a gigantic, like, basically it's, the spell does like a wall of flame, but what I'm going to do is create like a flame that goes all around the altar and, and catches the Father Lucian on fire. Um, and it's going to stick around there for a while. Okay. So when that happens, he immediately starts screaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, he's not really saying anything. He's just screaming. And then I'm going to, as as the screaming dies a little bit, I'm going to cast darkness on the area. Um, which again is 15 foot radius. So it, it's catching like the entire front of this church here. Sure. Okay. And now you can hear chaos throughout the rest of the church as well, right? He catches on fire, starts screaming. They catch a, you know... They get an eyeful of that before the darkness descends on him, and uh, it's chaos. People begin to get up out of the pews and run from for the door. Does anyone try to stop? Um, well, I mean, fortunately, we want witnesses to this, uh, <laughs> so this is fine because they're gonna get. You know, it's like uh, people. You know, they did they did the fire drills but weren't paying attention, and uh, you know, so they're becoming disorderly and it's making it hard to escape. So then they'll be able to see whatever Walker does. Well, you know, if they're looking that way. My, my point is they're, they are now running south out the mm-hmm. entrance, you know, <laughs> however quickly they make it there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Walker casts Disguise Self okay. and just starts running with him. But he's, he is now Father Lucian. Okay. Um, people are looking at him and they're confused. But, you know, no one is stopping and saying, wait, what's going on here? Uh, so are, are you screaming with him like, ah... No, I'm uh, cackling madly. Okay. That's just freaking them out more. I'm using thaumaturgy to, uh, like, make it look like there's little, like, like black fires all around him. They're not real. <laughs> um, okay. Are they, but, like, are, just is everyone, is everyone still in the church? Uh, they, let's say, the, the first few people are making it out. They're kind of, like, climbing all over each other, trying to get out this narrow entry now. I'm, I'm going to run up, and I'll let the few people who... Got out, run away, but I'm gonna slam the door shut. Uh, which side of it are you on? I'm, I'm outside. Are you staying outside? Yep. Okay, got it. So okay, one perfect. or two, or what we'll say, two people get past you, and then you slam the door shut, and there are a dozen people left in the church, and they're now banging on the door, climbing on each other. Okay. Uh, cackling madly, the fake Father Lucian is standing behind them with these black flames mm. um, with the burning corpse of the actual Father Lucian behind him, shrouded in darkness. And uh, 
Which does nothing Pretty for the funny. smell, by the way. There's this, you know, horrifying <laughs> smell of a like a burning body that is filling the church. So, the fake Father Lucian takes a deep breath, and then he says, Oh, freddled grunt bugly. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it. He, he affects the Father Lucian, the, the amazing intonation. He says, Thy micturations are to me as Plurled gabble blotchets on a lurgid bee. And they're going insane as they hear this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're screaming and they never expected such a harder. soothing sermon to be yeah. turned against them like this. Group, <laughs> I implore thee, my foonting turling drones. And it just it just goes on. <laughs> I just on. imagine like as you're getting further and further along with this, your skin just becomes <laughs> yeah, more droopy it and you just Yeah. Are, are you Eventually dipping in, into any of that, like, just hear this. Yeah. that really deep, like, second lower register that's, like, deep speech? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, I'm definitely, like, layering on my voice. drangle me with crinkly bindles. Meanwhile, Shadaren Grasenby is continuing to light the church aflame. Uh, just burning down. Or I will rend thee in the gobber warts with my gerbil crunching. Eventually, see if I won't. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I assume the, uh, the they're able to break free from this terror. Uh, uh, well, it, it well, depends. They just hear it fading no, the they're, they're freaking though. the fuck out, and if you're trapping them in a burning <laughs> building, they're not gonna settle down. Okay. Well, it's uh, it's up to Zerkak, I guess, what happens at this point. I. I'm just, not just opening the door until I hear from one Walker of you guys. Walker is casting fog cloud on them, so they can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> Zerkak is holding the door until he hears uh, Sir Darren Grasenby's voice. Or Walker's voice, one of the two. So, cause I, And I guess we should discuss this beforehand, but I, I think the idea is, right, these, doing all this <laughs> they, stuff they to them to doesn't live. do anything if they die. Um, not all yeah. of them, anyway. So I'll use Thaumaturgy to... Uh, once he says uh, see if I won't or whatever um, then it, he'll just shout flee using thaumaturgy okay, uh, yeah, and Zer- then cast burning hands at the people closest to him <laughs> yeah Zerkak <laughs> will open the door and the first person out he's gonna grab and take a bite <laughs> oh, oh <my> God. <laughs> okay so probably uh, half of these people escape though yeah, so uh, a handful of them just don't make it out, right? They like they have they get Succumbed. trapped in the fire yeah. um, because they can't see and they're scared out of their minds. But <laughs> um, you know, eight or nine of them run out into the street screaming. You know, less than a minute later, you hear guards mobilized. But they're all going to the uh, burgomaster's house right now, so. I am being attacked on the second floor. We hear that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll telepathically communicate to my horse. <clears throat> Time to make good our escape. And it'll uh, run up with the cart in tow right behind us. Or right in the nice. front over here. Okay. I, I hop on like Legolas mounting Gimli's horse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and we, we skedaddle west out the gate. Okay, so this... Uh, the church is now really ablaze, right? You can see fire has blown out the stained glass windows and it is lighting up this section of the town. 
There are some confused-looking guards in front of you, but for the most part, well, they're they're split. Some of them look like they are trying to figure out what to do here. Some of them are headed deeper into town for some reason. And as you hop on the cart, must be something really heroic happening <laughs> over there. <laughs> right? Yeah. You, uh, you know, if you just whip past these guards, by the time you get to the gate, there is just there's a skeleton crew, you know, still at the gate. Right. The oh, gate the is white down. Right. Get it, skeleton crew. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, uh. Are they? Is the gate is the gate open or closed? The gate is shut. Okay, as we as we hit sixty feet from the gate, I will mm-hmm. um, cast command at second level and tell two people to open the gate. Oh. You command them so hard that they the gate just opens up on its own. <laughs> Something about I command this gate, the man. gate itself. Yeah. yeah, and you as you know. You can hear one. One of them has sounded like he's he's blowing on a horn. You can hear a horn blowing on the other side of the city, and bells ringing. People are coming out of their houses, and the church is, uh, you know, there's this, this black smoke coming out, and then uh, this you know terrifying black uh, monster horse with you guys in the cart. Your capes whipping around. You know, you just cruise right up to the gate it whips open and you sail off into the night we drift out (laughs) the last thing they hear is their cat cackling (laughs) that was fun okay and that is how we're going to end tonight's session wow it's beautiful what a hoot (laughs) i worked into vogue on poetry yeah i hope you're proud i am that was a, I do really like the idea of killing him as him. That was inspired. Yeah, that was good. It's all about using the tools at your disposal. I like being a vampire who can walk around in the day. Yeah, Barovia is definitely. It turns nice out Barovia is a really good place to be a vampire. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. How strange. All right, so uh, next time on late afternoon gaming, I assume we're going to be picking up uh, for session nine back with the heroes. Yep. Uh, yeah, should be level six at this point. I think we leveled up to eight. Yeah, I don't our think heroism that's be enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it won't. No, I'll tell you what though. If you survive the next session, I'll give you level four. Wow. Oh snap! Nice. So now you have something to to strive for. Um, <laughs> beyond just survival. Yeah, just survival. But yeah, so next time on late afternoon gaming, tune in to join our main cast of heroes. Uh, and see if they wind up in the stocks or the cemetery. Or free uh, as heroes. Right, but probably probably the stocks or the cemetery. <laughs> I find your I lack of faith that. disturbing. Yeah. Who, who were you to tell us, hmm. DM? I, you know, I have been... I was reading some D&D horror stories stuff. This is my story. Uh, last night, which I, I haven't read in a while... And there are some people in there that get really butthurt about any, like, DM fiat stuff. Yeah, you're supposed to be a passive... You're right. a passive observer in my campaign, DM. Mm-hmm. You're just a facilitator. Yeah, you're just there to make the shit that I want to have happen happen. Because I don't want to do it myself. Yeah, I see myself as a, a servant DM. Yeah, of course. Okay, thanks for playing, guys. <laughs>